Good afternoon and welcome to Post to Post here on my, on, sorry, on the wave, the sound of LIU. And it's the trade deadline special and we have been busy, busy, busy all day. Ryan Kraut to my right, Nick Matina to my left. And guys, we have, we're going to get to some big New York names later in the show. Because the Rangers decided to move some people, Islanders surprisingly have n- did not make a single move all day. Well, surprising and not surprising, because I didn't really expect them to do anything. It's just a their track record. B both Trotz and Lamarillo said that if this is all that if the team that they have now is the team that they have after the trade deadline, then they're one hundred percent fine with that. I mean, personally, I think they should have done something, maybe a defenseman, maybe a definitely a top power play scorer at least because their power play has been horrendous. But on the other hand, I see where they're coming from. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and I, and I kind of agree with that. I, I was going into today expecting to see the Islanders' name pop up, you know, at least once or twice. I not... heard they were involved in a few things, but maybe that's, cause it, maybe that's why they didn't do anything because Lamarillo does not like rumors. Yeah, and, well, still, they didn't move anybody, and I think they do have a strong team, but they will have some competition. So we're going to go all the way back, because what we usually do, especially today with our two-hour, it's a two-hour special, we are going to break down every single trade since everything started picking up since, I think, Since our last last show. (laughs) Since our last show. We had two two weeks ago was when some trades started rolling in. Yeah. So some... I wouldn't say huge moves, but some pretty decent moves were made. Some interesting ones. The first one was the Flyers received Cam Talbot, and Edmonton receives Anthony Stoll. Cam Talbot. Cam Talbot also got a uh, Winter Classic, not a Winter Classic, but a Stadium Series game out of it. So He didn't play. <laughs> but he got the dress He up. got the experience, and that should be enough. Yeah, he, he he's, got been, the, he's been in quite a lot. Yeah, he's done it. You know what? And I think this is fine. I feel bad for Cam Talbot, really, because he didn't get a, he got burnt out in Edmonton, mm-hmm. and he really didn't get a fair shake there because they wanted him to be the number one guy, and they just burned him out, mm-hmm. and they didn't have anybody to help him. You know, as a Ranger fan, I never wanted to see Cam Talbot go. I thought it was um, not a great deal. Same thing, draft picks. So, but you know, after seeing one guy go like that, you're kind of used to it now. You know, yeah. seeing those guys go for just minimum draft picks. But I still think, you know, this this trade was fairly even. I didn't see uh I didn't see it it, it made news, but I, I think it was like, okay, this is something that I saw coming, especially since Edmonton, you know, with their GM change, made more sense to me to see this happening. And then Edmonton would make another trade as they got Sam Gagner from and Vancouver gets Ryan Spooner. Ryan Spooner. And the Jordan Everlay trade continues. <laughs> continues. This this kid, Ryan Spooner. All in all, Edmonton got nothing. Yeah, Edmonton <laughs> got, got Sam Gagne back. From that's this. about it. Yeah. And that's just, I think that's so sad that this that Spooner just went from team to team to team and he never fit anywhere. And now he's in Vancouver and Listen, I, Vancouver. he may get sent down. <sighs> I mean, he was. he's been traded, he's been waived. 
Now he's in Vancouver, which I'd rather be waved. <laughs> Welcome to Utica. Personally. Welcome to Utica. So, well, like, Utica's all the way back in New York, so he would, a, if he went back to Utica, full circle. It's, it's West Coast, East Coast. That's one thing I never understood with AHL teams is that Vancouver's on the West Coast and Utica's back in New York. Look, look, so, at, Ve- look at Vegas. They had they, their, their well, AHL teams in, in Chicago. I mean, that's not nearly as bad as Vancouver to Utica. <laughs> but then the next one up, uh, Donato goes to I Minnesota. For a fifth-round pick and Charlie Coyle. He made some... uh, This was a very surprising trade. Yeah, I didn't see this one coming. I didn't see any of... I didn't see any of it happening. I didn't think the Wild were going to trade Coyle. I definitely didn't think the Bruins were going to trade Donato. Yeah, I think the... That was Minnesota trying... I think that was Minnesota trying to just get... Make uh, cap space. Because, as we know, Eric Stahl didn't get moved. So... They need to free up space to sign a, a few more guys. And Spoiler possibly alert, Eric get Stahl was not traded. Yeah. Whoever's listening to the show, you would know that Eric Stahl didn't get traded. Yeah. Or you would have known by now. So looking uh, statistically, Ryan Donato has 13 points and 37 games played. I know he made uh, a little bit of an impact with Minnesota the other day. He's had he almost four points in his first three games at Minnesota. And an overtime winner. Yeah, no, the, the, we're not denying. Donato is a good player. Mm-hmm. He's a good player in Boston. He'll fit well in that in the yeah. Minnesota system. But it must suck knowing that you're going from, you know, this, both teams are going to make the playoffs. But I feel like the Bruins have a better chance mm-hmm. going in. Charlie Coyle has 28 points in 61 games played, and with Boston, he's only played in one game, and they lost in the shootout. He was a minus one, but he had the only goal in the shootout, which kept them alive. A little bit longer, so not long I mean, enough. Well, not long <laughs> enough, but he still did something. True. Yeah. And then a, a little the same day, um, Anaheim extended Silverberg, which was confusing to me. Yeah, I didn't understand that because they were trying, and they were saying that they were going to trade him for something because he's going to be a free agent. He was going to be free agent at the end of the year, and he's a very solid winger, and. Then all of a sudden they turn around and say, no, nope, here's a five-year contract. Yeah, and I think that's with with the Ducks right now. I think especially with that and the moves that they did make today, I think that's them saying, all right, we're done. We're, we're going to try to rebuild here. As if the 12-game losing streak wasn't like enough. Wasn't enough. The fact that they were still in the playoffs. I think that's Which I is think why that's what I thought that they were going to move Silverberg because – Rebuild means you're gonna like start from scratch, and why would you extend someone if you're gonna rebuild? Mm. But I guess they wanted him to be a part of the rebuild and s- smart because he is a very solid winger. So, but yeah, and I think Anaheim, I think it's time because they they made it, they made one more trade down the road to get a, fir- a 2019 first round pick. Uh, they traded with um, Buffalo, and they, they got, got the rid Sharks of- first round pick. I yeah, believe. yeah. Either the Sharks or the Blues. I don't know. One, if they one said of the which picks, one yet. But they get that, and they get Brendan Gull, and the Sabers get Brandon Montour. So, I think that's about pretty, it. I yeah, think pretty solid. That's a solid it's, trade. It's gonna take some getting used to seeing the uh, Sabers be a little bit of buyers at the deadline. Yeah, I think that the whole, th- you know, the NHL trade deadline. Yeah. I think for anybody, just to see in the next few days. When you see 
all these players with different jerseys on, and it just it either it hurts you, or you're like, oh wow, I can't believe they actually went through with that. Yeah, That's bu- what it feels like. Buffalo has definitely sh- shook this league, and oh. no no one was really uh, expecting it. Yeah, no, and you know with with um, Buffalo, and you stay in there, and you look at other teams that you know made. I was surprised didn't make as many moves as I thought they were gonna. Mm. I thought the Sabres were going to make a lot more moves. Another team that I thought was going to make a lot more moves was the Capitals. Mm-hmm. And hear me out on this. I get it. You're the defending Stanley Cup champions. You didn't really do anything, and you didn't really change anything. The big thing that we were surprised with was that Smith Pelly got waived. Yes, I was very surprised by that, especially since I was – I forget the name, but someone else was supposed to be waived instead of him. But then at the 18th hour, they said, nope, Smith Pelly is on waivers. And perhaps the even more surprising thing is that he cleared. Yeah, I think that he just wanted to stay in the organization because he you could tell, especially during the cup run, he loved to play there. He loved it more than he played when, when he was with the Devils. So, you know, I can kind of see that. And Washington ended up going out and getting Carl Hagelin, which to me is um, a little bit surprising. You know, Hagelin is one of those guys where uh, I believe he thrives on an East Coast system. He, really, he, was, he really does. He wasn't yeah. doing well in West Coast at all. He, When he originally got traded from the Rangers to uh, Anaheim, he didn't play well there. And then Emerson Edom was a bust. So then he went back to Pittsburgh, won two Stanley Cups with them, with the back-to-back. Then he goes gets traded to the Kings for salary cap relief. And then now he comes back and he's with Washington. Mm. He produced extremely well last night against the Rangers. And... All it costs, it costs Wash, it costs Washington, a 2019 third rounder and a 2026 rounder. Which, to be honest, okay, I think that's fine. I think Washington really doesn't care for picks at the moment mm. because they said if we're gonna win, we're gonna win now. I wouldn't say he or produced well though. With Washington, he, the other night. He, he, he had maybe a two shots. He him. But granted, it's but not you can hard tell that to he, underperform. You can tell that he worked well with, with the people he's with. It's not hard to underperform for the Kings this year. Yeah. It's, it's really is. It's way too easy. Breaking, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights tweeted out, "We got stoned." Ha ha. And then they wrote, funny. "Sorry, autocorrect." Ha. Funny. Thanks. Thank. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. There's no more trades though. <laughs> so. Yeah, as Nick said, the bi- one of the big trades of today, at least, was that Vegas gets Mark Stone in exchange for defenseman Eric Brandstrom, Oscar Lindbergh, and a 2020 second-round pick. And to, to the icing on the cake is that Stone signs a eight-year, $9 million extension. $9 million per. Per year extension. Mm. This guy got paid. Really did. Good for him. Got more than I thought it was going to. I didn't expect him to get signed. I, I think I it was 20 minutes to, after, after he was traded. I didn't expect him to traded. sign an extension so they quickly. Said he, they said he broke it on TSN. They were calling him, and they said that he said, he's like, oh, yeah, I got an extension, too. That had to be – I think that had to be put into the deal because you can't get – I think on the phone you probably have to say, you're gonna, are you going to resign him? And they go, yeah. So he goes, all right, if you're going to resign him, we want Lindbergh. And we wanted twenty because I could yeah, see this. I could have players in the deal. Yeah, because I, when I first saw this, because it was originally reported that it was originally one for one, mm-hmm. and it was Stone for Brandstrom. And if you look at Brandstrom's stats, you know he's a really good prospect. So I was like, all right, that makes sense if it's a one for one. And then you get Lindbergh 
and you get the 2020 second rounder. And I'm like, there's got to be something else here. So I assumed that they were going to extend him, but I didn't expect it that quickly. But good for him. And I think. for that long, I might add. Yeah, eight years. That's a long deal. That's that's the max. Hmm. Now, I would we'll probably get more information about this later, um, mostly because do you think that there's more in that contract? Such as? Like a no-trade clause? Like maybe a maybe There's got to no be at trade. least a no-trade. Uh, if not full, at least partial or 10 team or something or i don't think you're not getting a signing bonus if you're getting nine mil with no taxes they would have announced it already well i don't think they would have announced it i think they would have probably it'll probably come out tonight but still i think that's just something that i was surprised to see that it wasn't one for one and then once you see that i'm like there's got to be an extension there's got to be something there that is different and also you know, Vegas. Vegas made one move, and I think I, I think um, before Vegas announced that they got Stone, how, how many people thought that Stone was going to go to Columbus? Imagine. I didn't think he was going to. I honestly, I thought he was going to go to like Calgary. Well, yeah, he was supposed to go to Vancouver, and it, they that said fell it, through. Yeah, they said it was supposed to happen, but it fell through. And then, then Winnipeg... why would Vancouver be buyers right now? Well, <laughs> no, Winnipeg, they bought Hayes. No, I, Winnipeg. Winnipeg got him. Oh, hate. sorry. Um, Winnipeg was sorry. That's You're supposed to, to go to Winnipeg. You're supposed to go to Winnipeg. That makes sense. And then they never followed up. So Winnipeg said, "Hey, yeah, get out of here. We'll go for Hayes." And they got Hayes. The whole thing with Columbus. And think about it. Sorry. Sorry. Ottawa would have gotten that first, also. That would have been. Yeah. And Ottawa would have had a first. Yeah. No, that would have been nice. Yeah. But you know, speaking of Columbus, Columbus came out of nowhere this weekend. Not even today, just this weekend in general. They um, they went out and they get Matt Duchesne. Yeah, and they get rid such, of... He's made such an impact on that team. Oh, yeah. He made an impact that night. Yeah. You know, he got yeah, But they weren't even expecting goal. him to play because of, like, immigration issues or something or, like, visas. He, last time I checked, you can walk to the other locker room. It's in the same building. Well, like, coming back. <laughs> I'm sure they got that figured out. Yeah, but you know, he was able. He was also able to hop on his own personal jet, go get his buddy Ryan Zingle and his dog. Hilarious. Yeah, and who come was back. traded the next day to Columbus? Like, just make one trade. Like, yeah, come on. Now, and you look at this, and you and you look at the Duchesne trade. I'll look at the Duchesne trade first, and it you get Duchesne and defenseman Julius Bergman. They go to Columbus, and coming back is forward prospect. Vatila Ambravo, I probably butchered that name. Abramov? Abramov. Yeah, I butchered that Abramov. name. Abramov. <laughs> Jonathan Davison and a first-round pick and a conditional first-round pick. The whole to- whole weekend when I was making this sheet, the conditional picks are the most annoying thing in the world. There's, yeah, especially when there's, there's so many conditions attached to these picks. Some of them have mul- some single picks have multiple conditions. It's yeah, which we'll get to some of those when we look at other trades, but it's just crazy. And you know we're gonna look at the more more of the picks that came out for the weekend before we get into the meat of this being Monday. So when we come back, we're gonna look at the Washington Capitals again. We're gonna look at Dallas making a few more moves and Ottawa basically having a fire sale yet again with Columbus. So you're listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. We'll be right back. 
Challenger approaches. Test your metal as your favorite Super Smash character in the Browse video game tournament on March 20th. Tournament. Take on all comers and prove why you are the ultimate fighter for the grand prize of a pair of wireless Beats Solo 3 headphones. First fight starts at 6 p.m. to sign up and for more information, visit the Browse store on the second floor of Hillwood Commons. See you on the battlefield. Looking for some pro wrestling talk? Tune into the Phenomenal Forum every Friday at 2 here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. What you weren't expecting was the man. As we talk everything pro wrestling with your host, Matt Weinstein, joined alongside Andrew Savidio, the big homie Mark Sanger, and the modern day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Tune in every Friday at 2 here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets out. Welcome back to Post of Most here on The Wave, the sound of LIU, and it is our trade deadline special where we look at every single trade from this past weekend, and we're going to break them down and see who really was the winner and where this team can go from here. And right before we went to break, we were Columbus. talking about... Columbus is the winner. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for immediately spoiling that. But yeah, Columbus made... A lot of moves, and we were just talking before before we went to break that they went to get they got Matthew Shane, and Ottawa basically said, you know, take take it all, take everything because we are not going anywhere. And once again, I, I think Chris Kunitz is the most hated man in all of Ottawa. Well, between Chris Kunitz, their owner who's just or GM who's just happy their team, and Mike Hoffman's girlfriend. Some people are not well-liked in Ottawa. No, there's not a lot of liked people in Ottawa right now. But we really went deep there for a second. Yeah, okay. So There's a list. There, there, you know, there is. It's, Too long. It's a really long list, and it's funny as heck. But, you know, Ottawa made another trade, and it was for Matthew Shane's buddy Ryan Dezingle. And Ottawa gets Anthony Duclair. Once again, poor Duclair, because... He keeps getting moved. He really hasn't had a chance. He was so happy in Columbus. Duclair loved the team in Columbus. He was happy there. He was producing very well. And then he gets moved to Ottawa. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's uh, five teams. No, you're right. Five, five teams. teams in a matter of a- New York. four years. New York, Arizona, Arizona Chicago, uh, Columbus, and now Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. five teams. Welcome to the five teams Michael in five Delzato's years. Michael Delzato's like, I've had five teams in the last five minutes. It's like, psh, so. you start on the Rangers too, kid? Come on. Like, let's be real. Yeah, no. And, you know, Ottawa gets back uh, two second-rounders, one in 2020, one in 2021. The fact that we have to say that there's picks in 2022 on this list scares me. Mm-hmm. But I think that's I think that's good. Ottawa gets a, a very good prospect, a very good player in Duclair. He's very skilled. He's you know, a skilled player. He just needs I, the right guy. Goal of the year, in my opinion. I did like. Uh, Still saying. I did like him a lot on the Rangers. Um, you Even know, in Arizona, he was good. Yeah, he helped him a lot. He played a lot of games down in Arizona. And then he he really did shine in Columbus, and I'm that's why I'm kind of upset for the guy because you go to a team in Ottawa where <sighs> there's nobody really there to play with at this point. Mm-hmm. Besides, who who's there right now? In Ottawa. In Ottawa. Um, Cody Bobby C. Ryan, C. Cody Cece. Bobby Ryan is making making way too much money. Oh yeah, no, way too much money for what he's doing. They though. really. I heard right their mascot's up for a job. 
<laughs> the Senators right now are Cody Cece, Bobby Ryan, who is way past his prime, and Mikhail Bodkin. That's yeah, it. that's it. And you know what? Oh, and um, Kachuk. Oh, yeah, Eesh. Kachuk is there. Oh Brady, sorry. I love the I love the picture they took last night where the whole family is wearing half of a mm. half of an Ottawa jersey. Yeah. The funny thing is too, yeah, it's, it was pretty cool. But the other thing too to think about is that the Senators still have Marion Gabrick. Oh, they yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, but he's on injury right now. He's been injured since October. He's dealing with a back injury. He was placed on IR. No time return. Um, all the, I mean, well-known names for the Ottawa Senators at the moment: uh, Mikhail Bakker. Uh, Mark Barrecki, but he's also on the IR. Cody Cece, Thomas Chabot. I'm surprised Cece didn't get moved today. Uh, Anthony Duclair, who, who has not played a game yet and does not have a number. Oh, no, he, he's number 10. Um, I believe they, they figured that out. Uh, Andres Nilsson, but he's a goalie. Uh, Magnus Pajorvi and uh, JGP. Oh, Pajor. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Bobby Ryan, Zach Smith, Mark Stone is gone. Uh, Brady Chuck, Colin White, and... Uh, Really, that's it. I mean, Mark Stone was the top scorer. <laughs> Mark Stone and Matthew Shane were the top two scorers on Ottawa Senators. Now it's Thomas Chabot with 47 points. Yeah, Ottawa. Mark Stone has 62 points this season. And he's going to get a lot more in Vegas. Yep. That's a good, uh, Vegas, getting getting Stone is going to be hu- it got, is huge for them. He's going to bring so much to that team. And I'm telling you right now, if Stone starts producing right away, watch Pacioretty produce too. I can see them connecting very well. They'll connect very well, and I think that is that gives San Jose a run for their money if they, if they play each other in the first round, which at this point they are set up to do. But we look at another team, and this one is actually interesting to me. The Capitals went and signed uh, Jensen. They received Jensen, and who's, he signed a four-year, $10 million extension with the Capitals. And in return... Uh, the Wings got a 2019 fifth-round pick, defenseman Madison Bowery, and a 2020 second-round pick. I'm just surprised they didn't get a... F- um, I don't know why you'd get Bowery. I would have just went for another pick if I was Detroit. But I think this one... Oh, they got Bowie? Yeah, this. I think this was a good trade. I think the Capitals took this one. I mean, well, Nick. Chet- well, with the extension, they automatically. I think. Yeah, they, they win, win this automatically. Nick Chetton's having a uh, pretty good season for himself. Fifteen points in sixty-one games. Um, he tied that. That's actually tying his uh, se- season high with fifteen. Um, yeah, with fifteen points. He he'll, he also fits well on the uh, on that D, with the in that D system in Washington. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll fit well there, and he'll probably get a few. Uh, he'll do well for himself there. I mean, he's uh. He's 28, so he's still relatively he's got, relatively young. He's got time. Four years, he's got time. Is that what they signed him for, four years? Yeah, it was a four-year, 10-mil extension. That's, Smart a, deal. that's a good extension. Smart deal, yeah. He's a strong extension. It's not a, it's not a stone extension. Well, well he's not worth stone Nick money. Nick Jensen is not Mark Stone. <laughs> yeah. But, and now here comes the two. Here comes the big ones. Dallas had some fun D- this weekend. Dallas. First one is they well, got Dallas Lovejoy. had some fun. Well, this we'll one, get to the, we'll necessi- get to that. We'll get to that. This, this is the one I was going to mention. I don't think the Lovejoy trade was fun. Well, the Lovejoy because I don't think he was worth what they gave up. They gave up uh, defenseman Connor Carrick, um, Carrick. Yeah, Carrick. Carrick. Carrick and a third. And that's a third. too much. Yeah, that that's too much for Lovejoy. I guess you know, like a, should have been a, a straight deal, one on one. You know. Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah, I don't know why they threw yeah, in that third no, pick. There's no need for a pick and a player. 
I think they just wanted the pick. They I feel want like the leadership. Like the what? stars did it for leadership, not necessarily production, because Lovejoy doesn't produce as much as he used to, and never like was an eye-catching name. But they they did it for the leadership because they are in a playoff hunt. They're in the first wild card spot right now, and. Jamie Ben hasn't really been doing all that much this year. Well, he did. He's hurt do. now. He's hurt now with the second second trade, and Nick's already shaking his head. <laughs> He's the already ra- The Rangers receive a second round and third round conditional picks. Both conditional, I which know. Which we'll get to. These conditions are just they're they're not they're not good. For Mad Zuccarello, who Dallas, if Dallas makes the conference final, the third conditional round pick becomes a first conditional pick. There was another. There's another thing attached to that. No, it's the second. It's the second. Second. Well, it's first, second. It's the second. If okay. the second rounder becomes a first rounder, which it already can't, because if Dallas makes the Western Conference Finals and Zuccarello plays 50 percent of their remaining games, which now he now can't, he can't because he got injured two periods in. It, it and you know what. As a Ranger fan, that trade sucks because Zook was not just a normal player for for fans of New, of the Rangers. He was more than like, you know, you look at the past trades and the Rangers made the last few years, uh, like the Nash trade. You know, you knew that like, all right, he's gonna go. I think no matter how many times a Ranger fan sat down and said to themselves, Zook is gonna go, they were in denial about it. Yeah, because he was such a. His attitude on and off the ice was something you don't see all the time nah, he, from players. He, he was just a team leader. Yeah. You know? And, and it's sad to see them go. Oh, of course. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and if you watch the game in Dallas, the way he clicked with Ben and Radulov was beautiful. Guy got himself a point in the assist. Yeah, in goal and assist. Oh, sorry, goal and assist. Goal and assist. Point and assist. And it sucks that he got injured. And then even though even later in that day, you know, after the Rangers lost to the Capitals, I think if you haven't seen it, go on Stop. go online and watch. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's ready to cry. I was gonna play the audio clip. Can you wait, do you have the don't, clip? I don't have it don't, at do my disposal. Clip? Think about there it. There was a lot going on before. Did I see show. a grown man cry on radio? Yes. I mean we, we just you. saw a grown man cry giving this interview, so true. But yeah, no, uh, if you haven't seen it, Henrik Lundqvist couldn't even speak when he was asked about it, and I, you know what? I don't blame him. Hmm. Those two guys they're very close to each other. Were very. They did th- th- this past summer. They mm-hmm. did their first annual summer game in Norway, and it was in it Norway. Was, it was in Norway, yeah. And they raised so much money, and it was just they're just good. Pe- they're just good friends, mm-hmm. and you could see that you know y- y- Lundqvist did not lose a teammate; he lost a friend, and. Oh, well, he- you know, he, he didn't pass, which is good. But, like, he, he still can contact him. He still could text him and stuff. But. You could see each other in the summer. It's all right. Yeah. You're both going to be – one of you is not going to make the playoffs. The other one's going to be eliminated in the first round. Don't yeah, worry. We'll You'll see. Be, see each other soon. But um, one stat line to really look at is that the Rangers only have three remaining people from that 2014 Stanley Cup run. Yeah, no. And that's Henrik Lundqvist, Mark Stahl, and Chris Kreider. I'm surprised that, Mark Stahl didn't Mark Stahl's going to die in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Mark Stahl, I'm surprised that um, that he that he has he did not get moved with all the names that have been. Who wants he, his he was salary? Supposed, he was supposed to get um, traded before Girardi was, and that, yeah, that, that was true. That fell through pretty fast. But you know that hurts. And then you look the next trade, and then immediately after that trade, I think it was earlier today, the Rangers re-sign Booney Evans and Steve Fagardi to one-year deals. <laughs> Fagardi. 
Yeah, no. It's Steve Fogarty. Fogarty. It's Fogarty? It's Fogarty. You know what? I don't know what is with me today. I can't. Do we read the rest speak. of the list? <laughs> you can correct no. me for the rest of the list. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like the deal a lot. Um, they're prove it deals. Oh yeah, two young guys that uh, you know. I only bad feeling I have about this is that it's a one year deal. So this means that they could definitely be up there next year uh, on that trade block. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the the way that these two guys play. Uh, I think it's a it's a smart signing. Yeah, and for anybody listening in the New York area, this is what happens when the Islanders don't do anything. You get two Ranger fans just to have a conversation. The Islander fans just sitting here sad. Yeah, you hear that? I'm not sad. Why would I be sad? I'm in first place. <laughs> and there's the dagger in the heart. Yeah, where are you going with me? Yeah, no. You're, you're off the show. I'm not sad. <laughs> you're off the show. Get off. And plus, regardless of whether they were in first place or not, I'm used to the Islanders not doing anything at the trade deadline. Yeah, they haven't done. They never they, do anything. So like surprised the, they didn't. The they, biggest they, thing they've done recently is they got Norvith from the Sabers a while, like four years ago, I think. Yeah, that was it. They've made minor moves. They got like Tyler Kennedy, Shane Prince. That didn't work out. And another one of the Metro teams, you know, the Devils. Actually, did some stuff. Hmm. They traded Kinth and Caden to the Jackets because the Jackets weren't getting. They need something in case Bobrovsky decides to dip in June, in July. Well, isn't Kincaid a free agent at the end of the year? Well, now they're talking. Yeah, I think. Uh, I thought it was for injury things, like in case one of them goes yeah, down, they that, got another that, goalie. Yeah, that's what it was. It, um, you know, people put it into perspective and pretty much said that, you know, yeah, you have to look at it as possible injuries going into the playoffs. And also, you know, some people even think that Jonas Carposalo could be replaced by Kincaid in this playoff run, uh, you know, for Columbus. Uh, do I think they'll go far? No. No. Yeah. Um, n- not really. Uh, we, we can get into Columbus in a little bit because there, there's there's so much I want to get, ri- get on this team. So when, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we need to talk about Columbus because they came out of nowhere, and I don't think they're going anywhere. So you're listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, The Sound of LIU. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be part of a crime scene investigation? Join the Forensic Science Club, open to all majors. Experience what detectives do at the scene of a crime with new interactive forensics labs every week. General meetings are Wednesdays during Common Hour in the Life Science Building, Room 140. And check us out at facebook.com slash LIUforensics and on Instagram at LIU Post Forensics Club. Having trouble writing a paper? The LAU Post Writing Center is here to help. Located in Humanities 202, the Writing Center has peer tutors who are ready to help you with your writing skills. Brainstorming, outlines, thesis statements, ESL concerns, and more. We also have a lending library full of free books for anyone to take home. Stop by Humanities 202 to work one-on-one with a tutor or call us at 516-299-2732. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our blog. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, The Sound of LIU. I got to get used to saying that. And welcome to the trade deadline special where we break down almost every single trade that the NHL has to offer on this very long, very special day. And the Columbus Blue Jackets made plenty of noise. In the Columbus Senators? Basically. Yeah. So now we got the Columbus Senators, the Tampa Bay Rangers, the, Tampa Bay Rangers, the New York Lightning. Used Lightning. to be the Columbus Rangers. <laughs> so Columbus <laughs> did 
a lot, and they, they ended up. Much. They did too much. They did way too much for us. They got King Kincaid, and then later, they would get Adam McQuaid. In Adam McQuaid from the Rangers, and the Rangers would get Bergman. A 2019 fourth rounder and a 2019 seventh rounder. Can you say push? Can can you say first round elimination? I can. Hashtag reverse sweep. Yeah, no, and I I think all three of us are in agreement. They're not going anywhere. They ain't going nowhere, and I don't. And I get it. And then this next was, year they're gonna be like so bad if when they everyone do, leaves. If they do, I'll yeah. eat my words. I will eat my words if they make it past the second round. That's it. That's it. That's all you're gonna do. Just eat your words. If for they the make it round? past the first round, they're playing the Capitals. They're playing the Caps. Yeah, they play the Capitals at the moment. At the moment. So, and we all saw how that went last year with home ice advantage. I'm fairly. I gotta certain, say, right? the, 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 uh, looking at the standings, this Eastern Conference like playoff placement is kind of set. Very interesting. You know, it would be the New York Islanders and the Carolina Hurricanes. No, it'd be the Islanders and the Canadians. Don't they play the second round? No. First, first, first overall. First oh, my bad, second. my bad. So, so it'd be it Islanders, Canadians. And it'd be Tampa Islanders, Bay, Carolina. Canadians, be Tampa, cakewalk. Carolina. I don't oh. Think Carolina could fight. No. Not against Tampa. Washington. This is not 2004. No. <laughs> Washington, Columbus, and then Boston, Toronto. So two rematches from last year. Which so, I hate that so much that we have to see the same matchups. And, and I, I'm, I'm all for Boston, Toronto. Number hey, 1,602. It could be worse. It could be uh, Warriors-Cavs for like the one millionth time. Yeah, but basketball stinks. That wasn't the point. The basketball stinks. I get your point, but that yeah. wasn't my point. So you're really going to tell me that Columbus is going to come into this series against Washington, the defending Stanley Cup champions. You know, what, what was Ovi's words? I never said they were going to. Um, Ovi has said a lot of things to a lot of when, people. When he said when they had the parade. I don't know. He butchered saying, we're not going to suck this year. <laughs> I mean, the Capitals haven't we no been go bad suck. for a long time. We're not so. going to suck this year. That's what. That's basically, basically. my best Ovi impression. That's, no. It so, wasn't good. I'm, not, just, I'm never going to Just do it reading again. On, on Twitter, um, not sure what uh, where this guy is from, but this guy on Twitter, Travis Yass, he's verified said that NHL Network mentioned that the Columbus Blue Jackets asked, asked sorry, um, Jeff Gordon about Henrik Lundqvist. That's more For than a, okay. what? Okay, I need to For know. For what purpose? First of all, he wasn't going anywhere. Actually, that's first of all. He wasn't going anywhere. For what purpose? You have Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky? Um, no, but here's the thing. You were can, they going to flip Bobrovsky then? Because I had heard like oh, we two heard, or you three have weeks to. last ago. week, we heard rumors that they were going after Quick. Yeah, so and they, they were wanted trade another goalie. Panarin and and um, Bobrovsky to the Panthers, and then get Quick from the Kings and break the league. <laughs> yeah, you would have broken the league. But I mean, they still kind of broke the league. They did like, break the league because here's the thing. Let's look at Ottawa. Let's look at let's take all of their best players, and we'll keep Panarin to stay. This is if if you do not if. This is full win. This now is all mode. in push. This, this is, is full, full win now mode. Yeah, you. If they don't make, if they don't win the cup, this is a bust. It's a bust. The, the Blue Jackets. Yeah, if it's they don't win the cup, bust. it's a bust. No, it's gonna be a bust. Well, what Crow, do you, you think? Do, Crow, don't you have our uh, predictions on your phone? I do. From the beginning of the season. The very Let's first see. episode. I want to see. I want to see where. All the way back. <laughs> Let's see. Oh here. God. Don't. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. For this. Oh God, it's fine. I'm very, very interested to see where we're at. 
Oh, this point well, in the give, season? Give me, give me a when, second. When he gets yeah. – okay, keep going. Okay, but uh, Columbus, for me, if you look at this team and you look at exactly what they did, why – you're not keeping Panarin. Okay. He said, I want out. I'm, I'm going to free agency. And he says, I don't want to play in Ohio. I want to play in the bright lights in a big city. You know, he name-dropped He name dropped L.A. He name-dropped New York. The Rangers. He dropped The Rangers specifically because he's not going to come play on the island. Sorry, Islander fans. He's not coming to play on the island. Who is this? Panarin. Artem Panarin. Oh, no. He ain't not. coming to play on the island. He'll play, he wants to play on Broadway, which is fully understandable. But you go out and get Duchesne, and then you go out and get Dezingle, and then you get King Kincaid. To come back and back up Brosky, basically, mm-hmm. or to have an a little, you know, just a backup plan. So Keith Kincaid is fifteen and eight this season in forty one games played, uh, six ties, and for Jonas Corposalo, his statistics statistics. Uh, if I could spell his name, Jesus, Jonas. Okay, uh, whenever you guys are ready, I got yeah, oh, you can go, you can go. go, go, for go it. I'll look it okay, up. Okay, so for the the Metro, we had. Um, Anthony had Caps, Penguins, Blue Jackets, Dark Horse, Devils. Oh, that sucks. Wow. Metro is currently Islanders, Washington, Columbus. Nick had I'm, I'm Caps, there. Devils, Pens, Dark Horse, Hurricanes. Okay, you got the Hurricanes. You got, got the Dark Horse. Okay. I meant um, to say Devils in the last. <laughs> I had Caps, Pens, Blue Jackets, Dark Horse, Flyers. No, I okay. mean, well, the best thing that the Flyers have going for them right now. Flyers is, are still in the hunt. They're still in the hunt, but yeah. they didn't really do anything, and they and lost. We, and we they lost their brute. Have, so I don't remember who said this because I forgot to write it down. But someone predicted the Ottawa Senators would be twenty forty five Stanley Cup champions. I think it was me. 2045. 2045 Stanley Cup champion. You know what? Didn't didn't they announce like a ten year plan or something? I was gonna say it's they were gonna use like so they were gonna at, use all their like cap space. Our twenty fifth college reunion. We'll we, come back here, we'll sit back. at this table, and uh, I'll buy myself an Ottawa Senators Stanley Cup jersey. Uh, if that's me. If Winni- if Winnipeg wins the Stanley Cup, I'm getting a Thrashers jersey that says champions on it. We, we were we were pretty set or close. Some of us with the West with the Atlantic. Uh, well, the Atlantic, we knew the Tampa was going to be on top. Well, yeah. actually, you had Toronto on top. Which, is that still possible? Nope. No, okay, never mind. Absolutely not, no. Well, I didn't also expect... Nick, you also Tampa had Toronto to... on top, and you had Florida in third. What were you smoking? What was, what was wrong with me? See, I had Florida as a sleeper, so that's a better thing to get wrong. I got Tampa, Toronto, Boston, which... Tampa, Tampa Boston, Toronto, so not far off. What was I thinking? So I have no idea. It's just fun to look back at these. All right, the look. amount of people that thought the Ducks and Kings were going to be good this year. Well, we hey, we didn't have we don't have a time machine. As much as I want, we don't have a time machine. But look at the next trade that 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 went down. You know, this one once again. Uh, I got woken up at twelve fifteen this morning. You're welcome. Between with these two guys. What did I do? You messaged. I wasn't even asleep at twelve. Oh, I got you. I was asleep. I was. Uh, that's in why I have bed. That's why I have I the was, chat on mute. I was watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was. I was sleeping, and all of a sudden, my Fitbit starts starts vibrating. I'm like, "What the heck is? Who's texting me at twelve fifteen? And it's it's these two going. Nyquist was traded, guys. Mm-hmm. Nyquist finally went, and he went to San Jose. 
for a 2019 second round pick and a freaking conditional third round pick in so many conditionals oh my god i can't with these con- it's it's almost as bad as future considerations no well i think future considerations worse because it takes a lot more time to figure out what you're gonna get yeah and it's like player to be named later you find out two months later still nyquist moved that i think was good um good for the sharks don't know what line he's gonna go on but he'll he'll fit in nicely with pavelski with Kane and but I don't think the Sharks will do anything. I think because they got right now they got Vegas in the first round, which they didn't really need to do much. They got their one piece. They're set now. Yeah, they're good. Vegas is, but once again, excuse me. Vegas is dangerous, and Vegas now has Mark Stone, so they're very dangerous. And if they start producing at a crazy rate, you know, what do you think? What do you think Nyquist for two picks was good? It's a steal. The, the, the skill level that this guy has, you know, is uh, definitely one of the not, few definitely guys left on Detroit. Not worth two picks. It's worth a lot more, in my opinion. I feel like San Jose could at least flip somebody. It, Nyquist is a free agent at the end of the year, right? Um, I believe so. Let's see. Well, Nyquist on the season has 49 points in 62 games. Okay, that's not so crazy. Definitely a good steal. Um, where is this contract? He's probably a yeah. rental, if anything. He's a rental. All these players, I think, are, everybody who went this time around is a rental. Except for, like, Bugstad. Yeah, Bugstad and the guys who already signed, signed extensions. I think most of these guys are, are going are gonna to go to different teams. You know? Um, yeah, Nyquist was not... I didn't actually expect him to go anywhere. Nyquist is a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not going to stay in San Jose. Unless they re-sign Carlson. But you got to look at that. They, are they going to sign... You got. Do you they have a lot of cap space for Carlson and Nyquist? Well, how much is Nyquist going to ask for? Not as much as Carlson. Exi- as well, much. yeah, no, not he'd as be much. At, he'd be out of his mind if he wanted as much as Carlson. Which, by the way, I just thought of this. Wasn't it Mark Stone in the beginning of the year who said he wanted nine million dollars a year, and we all said he was not going to get it? Yeah, no. He got it. Yeah, but it's Vegas. But he still got it. It's Vegas. They had, they got rid of, but you have to think what they got rid of for him. They they got rid of a nice little, they got rid of enough, I think, for for Stone. And I think that it was fair off. You know, well, Lindbergh, another get former it from Ranger Ottawa. that goes, and I think about it, another mm-hmm. Ranger that goes out the door and is on his, what is it, it's already his third team. Who's that? Sorry. Lindbergh. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you got to, it's interesting to see. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's sign puck I have of his, uh. Is uh, worth something though, like well, five dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a Kevin Hayes puck. Anybody interested, well, just uh, contact post to post uh, Instagram. Yeah, contact their post Instagram to post underscore Yeah, no. Speaking speaking of my Kevin Hayes puck, he went for a lot, hmm. a little too much. It, it reminds me of the Nash trade last year. The Nash trade was just ridiculous. As that you, as you that pan- was ridiculous. As you panic. I was, I'm not <laughs> panicking. It sounded a little more panicky than I was going for. But the Nash trade, the Bruins got ripped off, and it made it worse that he just straight up retired right afterwards. Yeah, no, and I'm both, I think both players from that team, that trade, it was Spooner and McQuaid. And they're both gone. And they're both gone. But those picks turned out... I don't well, know what those picks turned into. Uh, one of them was uh, turned into um, Keandre Miller, one of the top mm-hmm. U.S. Okay. prospects. So Hayes goes, and in return, 
we get Brandon Lemieux, a first-round pick this year. So we're like, yes, that was what we wanted. And a 2022 conditional fourth-round pick. And we get another fourth-round. The Rangers get another fourth-round pick if Winnipeg wins the Cup, which is a possibility. Hughes or bust? Hughes or bust? Hughes or bust? We need to learn how to tank properly before. No. I I was about to say the Senators are getting Hughes, but the (laughs) the Avalanche are getting Hughes. Well, no. it's, it's no, yes. They have Ottawa. They have Ottawa's, they have pick Ottawa's first pick because of our buddy Matt Duchesne, who is not even on the team now. Oh wow, um, Ottawa, Ottawa, what you doing? What you, we and I and I thought that they were just that's just bad luck. That's just upsetting that they are that they've fallen from one goal away from the Stanley Cup final too which they didn't even deserve to be there. Oh yeah, no, I we might can add. We can talk about that all day that 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 they shouldn't have made that. So, yeah, we'll talk more trades and we'll talk more Ottawa when we come back. You're listening to Post to Post here on the Wave, the Sound of LIU. For over 50 years, the Pioneer has kept LIU Post informed on all things happening on campus and beyond. Pick up a copy today for free, in print or online, and get connected with the Post community. Stay up to date on the latest in news and opinion. Plus, get exclusive coverage of LIU Post Pioneer Sports. The Pioneer is for Post, by Post, and there's always an opportunity to get involved. To find out how you can contact, join, or advertise in the Pioneer, visit liupostpioneer.com. Get your copy of this week's Pioneer in Hillwood Commons, or visit liupostpioneer.com to download the latest edition. The Pioneer, informing LIU Post for over 50 years. LIUWave.org is your source for Long Island University student radio. Listen live 24-7 online. Subscribe to podcasts. Check out our social media and get in touch with us. It's all online at LIUWave.org. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU and it is the trade deadline special and we are going into we're going to end up going into our second hour very soon and yes 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 sorry you really you're sitting in a <laughs> force room with of two ranger fans well a that's why I did it b force of habit c you're wearing a capitals jersey so I'm wearing Capitals jersey because I didn't know what was happening, and I don't own a Ottawa Senators jersey. Well, why would you want to own an Ottawa Senators jersey at this well, time? Their old logo is really cool. The O? No, no, the black. The, it's like the all black. I like one. the O better. I'm not a fan of the O. Their O six ones when they went to the f- uh, final, really nice jerseys. They went to the. Final. They went to the final against um, Edmonton. Oh wow! Like not like ten years ago. Long, long times ago. So, yeah, and Ottawa having a fire sale as usual. And another Canadian team, which we were talking about before, is the Winnipeg Jets, who once again did the same exact thing Columbus did and just go all in. I feel like they know that they They and Columbus made a lot of, like, definitely made the most moves. Yeah, and... Columbus made the most moves. Winnipeg made a f- made. We, we look at the Kevin Hayes trade. That's a good pickup for them. I think that'll really help their their bottom six. 
and it should give them a little bit more oomph, especially because Hayes can score, and especially if he if he starts producing like he used to produce back in uh, 2014, 2015, and if he has the right guys, he can do really well. And I expect him to resign there. Yeah, I could see uh, Kevin Hayes being a nice fit there with um, Winnipeg. You know, being that guy in the middle, maybe for on the power play with uh, Patrick Line, maybe trying to wake this guy up a little bit. You know, he only has four goals in 2019 so far. You know, one of the top scorers from last year. He hasn't seen the whiteout yet. Once he sees the whiteout, he'll start scoring. Watch. I mean, he's starting to break out of his slump, so. Yeah, and and every player, and even with this slump, he's almost at thirty goals. Yeah, but every I think every big name player has a slump, and you know what? You look if you actually look at all the shows we did this year so far, we barely mentioned Connor McDavid because he's having an under the radar kind of year. I mean, he just got suspended. Yeah, no, he did, and you know, even we didn't see Edmonton at all in this today, which I'm kind of surprised about. I thought that would sell a little bit more. They well, were never if Shirelli was still there, McDavid would have gone to, like, I don't know, Ottawa. Columbus also or Ottawa for a hockey stick. So, yeah. A signed hockey stick. Signed hockey stick. He's like, I, w- I want to... They're just going to have, like, Bobrovsky Bur- sign a hockey stick, and then Shirelli would be like, okay, I'll give you Connor McDavid for that. <laughs> and, it's, and Connor would just be like, I- I'm going to Russia. He'll just get up and move and go to Russia. And, you know, besides the Kevin Hayes trade, there was a few after that. You had Montreal did a one-for-one with Arizona for Jordan Wheel going to Montreal and Michael Ch- Correct me. I think it's Chaput, right? Chaput, yeah. Chaput. I didn't even get to say his name. I said Wheel, and then I said... No, I looked at you because I knew it was the tough It was one. coming up? You knew it was coming. Okay. And then Michael Chaput goes to Arizona. And I still messed it up. It's just not a good day for me right now. English is hard. We get it. Chaput. Chaput. Okay. That's a one-for-one. One. Quick. And then my favorite phrase in all of hockey, future considerations. Panthers get future considerations for Thomas Jerko. Tomas. I got it right! Tomas Jerko. No, Damn it. Jerko. Well, it's, it's still Tomas, not Thomas. It's spelt okay. with no Next H. trade. Next trade. Moving on. Hurricanes get future considerations for who? Cliff Pooh. He actually was pretty <laughs> solid in the OHL. Yeah. I was looking up his stats before. In 62 games, here, as it's loading, in 62 games with the uh, London Knights, 63 games, I'm sorry, 35 goals, 51 assists. He so, was picked 69th overall in the third round. Okay, so we got picked 69th, and his last name is Pooh. This dude is a walking let's, meme. Let's, let's move on before we get in trouble. Yeah, we will. Uh, then this one, which I think we all kind of saw coming, Broussard moves again. Broussard and a 2026, a conditional 2026 round pick goes to Colorado. Florida gets a 2023rd rounder. Um, poor Broussard. A lot of these guys are getting moved, and I don't really think that they have a play. Got they haven't got time to get comfortable on their teams. And none of them have been able to produce anything. Broussard going to, I think that's a good get for for the Avalanche. I was going to say Arizona, but the Avalanche because now they can now they have you have your second line center, and you can bring in other guys, especially if you get Hughes. You know, you you bolster up your team a little bit, and you're not and you won't be able to just be a one line team. I mean, the Avalanche might have someone to produce other than their first line. 
yeah, it would be nice for them to do that. And Broussard... And Colorado took a dip, huh? Yeah, no. But So the real question is, though, because we all saw what happened with Colorado last year after they traded Matt Duchesne. So is the same thing going to happen to Ottawa? Obviously it's not, but, like, hypothetically, if it did... What, for Duchesne? What, Duchesne? Like, once... Once the Avalanche traded Duchesne, they went on this run. So Ottawa trades Duchesne. Do we see a, a hot streak coming? What are you smoking? Who does Ottawa? Who does Ottawa have? It was a sarcastic hypothetical question. No, I know, but I'm, I'm like for, for a second, we'll, we'll jump into your hypothetical scenario. Who does Ottawa have that can really do something? Breaking news. Sorry to cut you off. Eric Stahl has agreed to terms with Minnesota on a two-year extension. With an average of three point two five million dollars per year. Good sign for Minnesota. Bad sign for Minnesota. Why? Oh, why? I get it. Because he scored you forty goals last year, and he's how like old is he? Thirty-four. Two years. I don't know. Minnesota he's still pushing. He's still pushing, and good for him. I just I randomly just pictured Eric Stahl, like. I don't. I don't understand what Minnesota's really doing. He was a ranger for a hot. He second. was a ranger for a hot second, and that was weird. That, that was fun. It was fun, and then they blew it aw- and they threw it away. But Minnesota, and I've said this with Ryan on the show, they've disappointed me thoroughly. This year. <laughs> exactly. I was on the hype train in the beginning of the year, like four games in. I'm like, they're gonna be a solid team. Like they're still in a playoff spot by not much, but they very That's much a, disappointed it's a first me. First round exit. They're, it's they're always the, a first round exit. They're the Columbus of of the North. Except Columbus has Duchesne and Panarin. And a cannon. The most annoying sound in all which of Duchesne still gets scared by it all the time. Well yeah, he's not used to it yet. Which I feel like even if you're used to it, you're not used to it. Yeah. Stall, you know what, he's a good player and all, but I just I don't see why Minnesota would want to sign. I feel like Minnesota needs to get younger because a lot of their guys are on are going to reach their mid to late thirties soon, and that's going to be the brick wall that they hit. And they already have their what what happens when 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 Minnesota plays? They go on a little bit of a hot streak. They do they do well, and then they disappoint their fan bases. They get first first round elimination. They're gonna who would they play if? If the season right now, today. they'd play um, Minnesota, Calgary, Calgary, the hottest team in the West. Pun fully intended. Actually, I disagree with that statement. Well, then who's the hottest team then? St. Louis, at the moment. Oh yeah, St. Louis. Louis. Okay, okay. I, Calgary I, I has a plus goal so. differential of forty-five. Well, I mean, at this moment, St. St. Louis is is on more of a hot streak than Calgary. <laughs> you know what the you know what the plus minus differential is? Your goal differential is for Tampa Bay? Probably plus I don't want to know. Something. 81. Oh, God. I was way off. Yeah, no. But speaking of St. Louis, real quick, how are they six points out of first? They're on a, they went on the 11 game win streak. Like, what is happening in the West? I remember we were talking earlier in the year that didn't they have a fight? <laughs> Yeah, their players were <laughs> they had a fighting fight in, in practice. practice, and Jake Allen just became like a puddle. He became Swiss and cheese. And then Bennington comes out of nowhere and leads this team. Yeah, and it's weird because they also, the I think their only trade that they made today was for Michael Delzato. 
poor Michael Delzada. Like, dude can't like find one home and just stay there. I for think more St. Louis three might weeks. be his home though. You really think he'll stay there? Yeah. Because yeah, but even when he signs an extension, he's still moved. Oh no, I love the fact Poor that like Delzato. when I saw I saw that trade get announced and Nick can vouch me on this, I looked at him and I go, Delzato's in Anaheim? Yeah. Since when? <laughs> I Since, completely uh, forgot Van- that he was in Anaheim. Vancouver traded him earlier this year. Yeah, I thought he was still in Vancouver. I, didn't I know also he got thought moved. he was way older than he is, but he's only twenty eight. Yeah, and he's been on. I thought it was like how 35? many teams? Delzato. Uh, I was about to look that up. He went twentieth overall. Anaheim and so four. Is going to be and Nashville. Didn't you say oh, so five. Nashville? Rangers, Predators, Flyers, Canucks, Ducks. Oh, it's right. He's on the Flyers. Now so six. The Blues. So six teams. That is, he is on his seventh team now. That's that's upsetting. How do you get moved that many times? And he was picked twentieth overall by the so Rangers since oh, he same. got traded from the Rangers in 2013-14. He's just not really had a. Home. He was with Ken- the Canucks all of last year. Other than that, he's been traded. Like, he's with the Flyers for a while, though, right? He was with the Flyers for three parts of three seasons. Yeah. No, it's it's sad to see a guy like that because he, he played so well and he brought so much to the table when he was first came into the NHL. And you see him just jump from team to team. And that's a lot of the guys now. And it's surprisingly, they're all former Rangers. Mm. You know, Broussard. Same way. Haglin, same way. Brian Boyle. Brian Boyle, who is now a predator. A Part of the uh, the tough trio down there in Nashville now with Wayne Simmons, Brian Boyle, and uh, I can't think. McLeod. McLeod, thank you. Jeez, like, imagine going up against that line. Oh, no, I would. Who would they play in the first round if, if, it, if they ended today? Hold on, I have it up. Um, they would play. St. Louis. Play St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis. I thought that'd be a good series. It, it's Speed versus Brutes. That's what it would be. Their records are very similar. Yeah, 77 Five and St. Louis has three games in hand. Oh, no, I'm sorry, two games in hand. So they can make up. Th- so those five points can become one point pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe. And now they just got Wayne Simmons. They're pl- so They're playing Nashville t- t- uh, on Wednesday night. Who? St. Louis. St. Louis. Be a- Ooh, that's a game to watch. But Nashville's playing back-to-back games against uh, Edmonton and St. Louis yeah. before that. So You know, I and. Wayne Simmons, um, he got traded late too. Yeah, I think he went. He went I around. Think, I honestly didn't think. Month. I thought around he was going o'clock. to go, but then as the day went on, teams were like shying away because the Flyers' price was so high, and I think they just wanted to get something for him, so they kind of gave him away he for went, less than what they wanted. He went for Hartman. That's and that's a big and a twenty twenty fourth rounder. That's big. That's a that's a steep and price. The Predators GM last year gave up a first round pick for Ryan Hartman, and now essentially almost has given up a first round pick for Wayne Simmons. So he made that a pretty ugly trade look a lot a lot better. In in my opinion. Yeah, and I I agree with you. I feel like Simmons to Nashville is good, and Philly does get Hartman. Which is a good added forward, and you're not, and you know the Flyers aren't completely out of it. I think that they can easily get a get a win streak going, and possibly make a wild card. Not, yeah, Wayne Simmons is going to be a fan favorite. Oh, in, in Nashville? Nashville, yeah. That brings a whole. I just remember. I just remembered this. That brings a whole new term to the to the name Smashville. <laughs> yes, it does. With those th- with those three guys, 
and they got Subban, and he's hitting everyone. And they they made another trade too. Uh, they got Mikael Granlund. That was a pretty fair trade for both teams. The Wild get um who is it? Kevin Fiala. Uh, yeah. That was a solid trade for both teams. I think that's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. That was a clear. It's it's a one for one. So that that basically comes up as, you know, that that was going to be. That's a one for one. It's simple. And actually, we're coming. We're clo- uh, there's only a few more left really here. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we do have a few more left after this. So we're gonna come back. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna finish up all of our trades from today's trade deadline special. You're listening to Post to Post here on the Wave, the Sound of LIU. Take WCWP with you wherever you go with the WCWP app. Listen live 24-7 to all of our streams, all from one app. Plus, call the studios directly from the app and visit our social media. Download the app through the iOS app store on Apple devices or the Google Play store on Android by searching WCWP Radio or visit WCWP.org for links. The WCWP app, available now on iOS and Android devices. Seen any good movies lately? Catch a movie for free right here on campus at the Gold Coast Cinema, located right inside Hillwood Commons. Check out the lineup at liu.edu slash post keyword cinema. Get your start in radio and let your voice be heard. Join the wave today by visiting the station right behind Hillwood. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. And we welcome back. We welcome all of you back to the trade deadline special where we look at every trade in the NHL and we see if anything has changed. In hour two. Hour number two, Let's our first two-hour show. And we're going to come right in with another trade. And this one was for – this was Columbus once again losing their minds and putting, a new fir- putting in a new term, a new way of saying all in. And they went a to new get wave on the wave. But I'm get out. <laughs> okay, then engineer it yourself. Okay, yeah, no, let's not do that. But yeah, they go out and they get Adam McQuaid from the Rangers for please say this guy's last name because I'm I'm tired of I'm tired second. of I gotta find I'm it tired on the list of Butch. Here. It's on the back. It's on the back, Bob. It's like it's it's near the bottom. I well, they get Julius Bergman. Praying I got I said that right. For a 2019 fourth round pick and a 2019 seventh round pick. Two more picks for the Rangers. And as I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the trades for Zuccarello, the trades for Hayes, and the trades for McQuaid. And I'm looking at these picks. They're all late. Do this just popped in my head. Do you think they'll flip him? Do you, do I think the Rangers will try and flip some of these picks? Yeah, like on draft day, possibly. Because I remember I mean, you we, could package them together and maybe get like a higher round pick. Um, but then again, some there are a lot of sleeper prospects. Not, not maybe not this year. It's but a as good we've seen. Like well, Lundqvist went almost two hundredth overall. We see how that happened. Oh yeah, no. Well. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, Nick. Hi, sorry, I was in the bathroom. It's okay. It's a long. <laughs> it's a two-hour show. It's gonna be a pain. And I found my phone, so we're and good you to found go. My phone, so I, we're good. I plugged into a uh, we were talk- different, different plug than I usually do. Let me get you up to date. Sorry. We're <laughs> talking about the Adam McQuaid trade, mm-hmm. and I'm just picking up on this now, and you probably looked at this too. The Rangers picked up a lot of lower picks. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they can flip those to get maybe a top five this year? Possibly. Because you already have Winnipeg. Wait, top five overall? Yeah. Top five overall. That's... Yeah, well, that's a jump. That um, is, well, that or, is a jump. Or, I think it's a top five rounds. How many or, first rounders do they have? They only two. have they have two first rounders? They're going to have five picks yeah. in the first three rounds. Yeah, which is pretty so got, it's nice. They got Winnipeg's first, first rounder, which is going to be a bottom ten pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their pick, which is top fifteen, but we don't know where yet. Probably, I would say it's low. Imagine it's in top ten too. They, they're not, I don't think they're in consideration. Oh, well, they're in the lottery, but they're not high in the lottery. They'll probably get around the same place they were last year, which like was probably it was eleventh and twenty first. They have two picks. They'll probably get eleventh. Weren't 11th they ninth last year, and the Islanders had eleven and twelve? Yes. Oh, was. it was ninth and twenty first. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, but I could see them getting 10th or 11th. Like, depending on where their first-round pick is, to answer your question, I think if you package that together with some of these lower picks, obviously not like 7th or like the 6th-round picks they've been getting, but maybe some 3rds, some 4ths. Fourth, maybe the you second can move round up pick a little you got bit. from Dallas for Zuccarello yeah. you throw in there too. And, and I, if they uh, – if well, obviously it wouldn't be – become a first rounder at that point but i was gonna say the third can become a first if zuccari signs but i don't think he will but i would think you throw in maybe four or five maybe three picks two the two first rounders and the second rounder for this year maybe maybe you can get somebody to bite and maybe you can get in the top four be interesting like uh i'm trying to see if i can find what picks they have you, you, I think you can find it online. But I would think if you're going to go that high, because you ain't getting Hughes. There, there's no way you're getting Hughes, and there's mm. no way you're getting um They're not okay. getting Hughes. So the Rangers have uh, currently two picks in the first round. Could turn into four. If, How? Well, with both conditions on Zeke's yeah. picks. but No, no, no. Let him finish. So currently they have... Um, the Winnipeg first round pick. Uh, pick would transfer because Jets pick is currently not in the top three. Um, Lightning would be their second pick in the first round because oh, that, oh that, yeah, that, that depends if the Lightning win the Stanley Cup this year. They would that would be they get the thirty first pick mm-hmm. for what in what trade was Ryan McDonough? The McDonough Miller oh, the trade. McDonough last okay. year this time last I year about that one. and JT Miller, um, and then they would have their pick in the first round. And then they would have the Stars pick in the first round as well uh, if the Stars make it to the third round of the playoffs. So if everything is said and done and everything goes the Rangers' way, they can have four first-round picks this year. Four in the first round. If everything works out the way they do, four in the first round, three in the second round, one in the third, two in the fourth. uh, Yeah, two in the fourth. And one in the fifth, one in the sixth, and then three in the seventh currently. So they they currently have, if everything goes well, it would be. Yeah, no, I thought they didn't have that many picks. Currently they would have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
10, 11, 13 picks this wow. year. Let's flip those picks. Flip those picks. Flip those picks. Move that bus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a throwback. But, yeah, no, I didn't – I literally looked at this, and I just – this all came from – Now I'm I, interested. I'm interested now <laughs> because here's the thing. I looked at this – I looked at the McQuaid trade, which is what we originally started this with, and they got a fourth and a seventh, and I'm like, you know, fourth and a seventh, you know, you're getting a few – you got a lot of picks here. And then when you hear that and you hear if everything goes right, which I don't think Dallas is making the third round. Well, especially that pick West. already can't become a first because another condition was the 50%. Yeah, so that's games. not happening, but so still. three first-rounders if everything happens. In total, how many is that in the first three rounds? That's um, uh, So it's four if, uh, if everything was three, right. No. Maybe three in the first. Two? No, it's two. It, it's lightning and stars in the first. I have to figure out what to do. Um, in the first three rounds, it would be six. Six picks? Six picks in the first three rounds. And then seven more in the next four. Could flip that to get to the top five easily, dude. That would be huh. wow. Okay, interesting. That is an interesting Gordon, little do development. Do you think that's actually going to happen? Um, if Jeff Gordon is smart, no. So no, no. Uh, well, no, no, no. Not that Jeff Gordon's not smart. He's a great GM and he's done really well for the Rangers draft wise. I think the reason they won't do it is because with all the prospects they have, you know, they're not. And I've said this before, and Nick, you I think you can agree with me on this. Sure. The Rangers are not this is not eight years down the road we're gonna make they're gonna make the playoffs. This is two years down the road they're gonna make the playoffs. Hmm. They have the talent. You could see it this year. You could see it on Sunday. Without Zuccarello, they still went toe to toe with the Capitals. That was a great game. You know, if it wasn't and you know, that goal that they scored in overtime was a beautiful goal on the Capitals part. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Well, it, was, it, was, it was lucky. It was lucky, but it's also the Capitals. But, you know, you see that, and it's just... I think that they the team is very... They're very close to getting back in the playoffs and being as, as productive as they were, you know, earlier this year. Do I see a cup final? Not with the way the East is stacked. But I could see them make... You know, getting those kids the, the kids they have now experience. Hmm. You, know, you got Anderson, you got the Mestikoff, who was, once again, he was a name that was brought up this, this afternoon. That Rangers going to be moved. a very young team for the next couple of years. Yeah, and you and me said it. Uh, the tw- there's, what, three guys left from the 2014 Cup, uh, cup yeah, run? Chris Kreider, Mark Stoll, and Henrik Lundqvist. Henrik Lundqvist. And Stahl is the two old, the only two guys that are old is mm. Lundqvist and Stahl. Yeah, Kreider's in his like, mid to late 20s. Yeah, he's still got a long time ahead of him. Zibanejad has been... A very welcome surprise mm. from Derek Broussard, who isn't, you know, I think that's a that's an easy Rangers on that trade. Yeah. So, and then you look at the other trades that happened, and we, the whole thing that started this whole conversation about the Rangers was that they traded McQuaid to Columbus. Columbus, stop! You're not gonna win. You're not winning the cup. Like it's a good effort. Good effort, but like you tried. Here's the trophy. But not the trophy. Congratulations, you're the winners. You're the winners of Here's the trade deadline. It's a participation trophy. But they're gonna they're gonna pull a Nashville and raise a trade deadline champions banner. <laughs> you know what? They should. Um, but who do you see staying from that lineup of Duchesne, Dzingel, Panarin, and Borowski? That's four no major one. free agents. Maybe Dzingel. I see Matt Duchesne, Duchesne start. Uh, Matt Duchesne staying. 
Panarin and Bobrovsky are gone. Yeah, easily. I think that they Duchesne, have too much bad maybe. blood in the organization. I think Duchesne's going to test free agency, but he could still go back. Dezingle, maybe, probably same thing. I see like Matt Duchesne testing it out, but then possibly re-signing like a five- or six-year deal with Columbus. Five or six? I would think less than that. I see maybe like three or four. I've, I think Duchesne's, Duchesne's going to want to go to a team with more star power. <clears throat> and the Rangers. Sorry, what? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You can keep dreaming. We're, they're not going to sign Duchesne. There's no way. But I would think he'd want to go somewhere else. I yeah, especially if Bobrovsky and Panarin walk. That's not a good way to get the whole reason another player to, in. S- to, like, I could see him going to the Islanders. Pan- who? Duchesne. Duchesne. I could too. I've been I've been hearing Matt Duchesne of the Islanders rumors for three or four years get now. That, uh, if it was gonna happen, it would have happened by now. It would happen today. Get that Canadian uh uh chemistry going with uh Matt Barzell. That'd be a dangerous line. Well, if Duchesne would move over to the wing, then yeah. I'm sure he could do that. Yeah, he would do that. To help Barzell. And then the Islanders would would have had within the last ten years two of the first three picks in the O nine draft. That's such an odd stat. I feel it like is an odd I feel stat. Like you got that who's the other tri- one? From Tavares. Trivia. No, who's the other one? If they get Duchesne. So, Duchesne. Okay. You said Tavares, top three and 09. Yeah, two of the top three. Who's the other one? Oh, oh Hedman. No. Oh. oh. He didn't get moved either today. Hedman? Oh, what, he wasn't going anywhere. No. But no, be, They would be stupid if they traded him. It would have been funny. But the next trade... Flames did the only thing they could possibly do, which kind of upsets me because the Flames went out and got, bear with me here, Oscar, Oscar Fantenberg. Fantenberg, yep. Fantenberg, perfect. Okay, got one. From the Kings for a conditional 2020 fourth-round pick. I hate the word conditional at this point. but Didn't you say you loved it before? No, I said I hated it. Your favorite term in all of hockey, conditional? Oh, no. no. Future considerations. Future considerations. <laughs> because then you don't know what Way you're Wait to listen, buddy. But... No, the Flames, and this, this this stinks because there was one, I remember last week we were talking about when we did the um, preview for the show, and we said that there was a rumor going around that Zuccarello would have went to the Flames. I feel like that would have been better than Dallas. For for him, yeah, definitely. And I feel like, I feel like we got more than just picks. Yeah, Flames would have given up more because they're in it. Mm. Yeah, no. The Stars, the Stars are in it, but they're not sure how far they're going to go. The Flames are like, Committed. Dallas is like looking for more offense, hmm. and then he gets hurt. And then he gets hurt, and we all get him. Yeah, and then and maybe he wouldn't sad. have gotten hurt. But that's so the, all the Ranger fans are like, "Oh, there's no return policy. Sorry." Did you bring your? <laughs> do you have your receipt? Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> do you have your receipt? No, I lost it. So we got a handful more trades of this, and then we're going to go into our regular segments. So you're listening to Post to Post here on the Wave, the Sound of LIU. Did you know that Post has nutritionists on campus offering free year-round counseling to all students and staff? You can contact them to ask questions or set up a free appointment by emailing post-nutritionist at liu.edu or calling 516-299-2881. Follow the Post Nutritionist on Instagram and Twitter at sensible underscore bites. Seen any good movies lately? Catch a movie for free right here on campus at the Gold Coast Cinema, located right inside Hillwood Commons. Check out the lineup at liu.edu slash post keyword cinema. 
If you belong to an LIU club or organization, this space could be yours. Your friends at The Wave are here to help you spread the word about your club, event, or the mission of your organization. Reach the on-campus and online audience right here at LIU and get the word out directly to your peers. Submit your info today. Visit liuwave.org and click Contact. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. And we're going to go back and look at the last trades that all came out in what we like to call the speed round, where every single GM just wanted to get them done. We like done. to call it that? No, I, I just heard that's what TSN calls it, so I'm calling it that. Okay. Because um, I remember we were sitting there, and every team, there was 27 pending calls at 3 o'clock. And I love that when everybody's like, oh, you know, the trade deadline ends at 3 o'clock, and then... It, no, doesn't, it doesn't end at 3 o'clock. Like, you can't make any more trades, but teams are still calling them in for a good at least hour. Yeah, I don't think—I think the last trade was at, had to be right before the show, I remember. Yeah, yeah I had the, we had the trade tracker up, and I left the room, came back in, and there was another trade. Yeah, no, like, it's fun. And who was it? Columbus. We'll get to that. But next one up was Johansson, which I'm surprised he went this late. I'm surprised he went this late. Not surprised he went. No, I knew he was going to go. Good pickup for Boston. Great pickup for Boston. Helps them out on their second line. And good pickup for the Devils. They got a 2019 second rounder and a 2024th rounder. So, you know, good. They need the picks, the Devils. And it upsets me because the Devils were so good last year. Yeah, I don't know what happened. They didn't really, in the offseason, they didn't really do a lot of personnel changes. Yeah, no, they, 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 they nuked themselves in the, they shot themselves in the foot with, they just, Fell off a cliff, and it was sad. But, you know, good pickup for the Bruins. The Bruins don't look as dangerous as they did last year, though, at this time. Because remember last year, we were looking Their at the Bruins. Their goaltending is like, more dangerous, I will say that. Yeah, but, and, but I think if, which we'll look at the, the series in a little bit, you know, it's it's kind of crazy to think that the Bruins just picked up Johansson and it's like, yay. I mean, he is definitely going to help them out on that second line with um, Krejci and... Drawing a blank on the other winger. No, it's not Pasternak. No, Pasta's on the first line. I know that. But whoever it is, it sh- he's going to help them. Yeah, between between him and Charlie Coyle, as Nick bids us a fond farewell. <laughs> between between um getting Johansson, getting Charlie Coyle, they're all, they've been set on D. Their biggest problem this year is they've not been healthy. Yeah, and that's gonna that shows, especially because you have, um, you know, if you look at the what they're gonna go up against in the playoffs, and it's most likely gonna be Toronto. Oh, probably the hockey I mean, gods. Hate I mean, us, no one's catching, so. no one's catching Tampa, and I can't see Boston or Toronto falling to a wild card spot. Absolutely not. So they're gonna probably just. So sit that there. one's the only question is who has home ice. Yeah, and. Uh, I feel like it'll be end up somehow, some way, it'll end up being Toronto. Because the lead, that's just the way that I think the, the the cards will fall, the chips will fall, and it should be interesting. But another Canadian team that because now we're getting this is the point of the trade deadline where it's like, oh, he moved. Like no one, no. These are all the picks that it's not, either like the big happened. the big names that Johansson was the last big name. I think that there was like who else really went after him. Um, Besides, Matt, Matt Hendricks went. 
Matt Hendricks went, went back to, to the Jets for a seventh rounder. So that so, really okay. Like, That's ha- okay. How does that make you? F- I'm curious how that makes you feel as a player getting traded for the absolute last possible pick that you can get traded for. Imagine if they win and the only cup that, and then it's the last pick in the draft. That's gotta hurt your self esteem. You're just sitting there like, hey, I got traded, and they're like, for what? The last pick in the draft. Yeah, great. But I won paid, the cup. But I won the cup, so it's okay. Uh, yeah. But and then the Penguins get Grabant. Eh. Eric Goodbranson for right. Tanner Pearson, which I was surprised the I'm Penguins surprised traded it was straight Pearson. Up. I was too, but it brings me to this point, where earlier in the season, it was the Kings and Penguins making the haggling for um for Pearson swap. So why do it in the first place? Cap relief. But the Penguins are still paying Haglin. He's getting paid by three teams. Right now, yeah, it's funny. Uh, how does that work when you get a check in the mail? I'm guessing it's for whatever's retained. By like, I don't know what his salary is, but if Pittsburgh's retaining part of it, then he'll get a check in the mail for whatever that is. And then whatever's left, the Kings are retaining part of whatever's left, and the Caps have the mass yeah. So All right. three teams are paying Carl Haglin right now, so he's just like making stacks on stacks. He's making Even stacks. Even though it's the exact same amount of money. Yeah, he's making stacks and he's got two Stanley Cup rings, so I don't think he's complaining. So and then I th- what's the next one? Uh Nathan Bovilli. Nathan Bolu. Bolu. Oh my god. Nathan Bolu. I think I'm just tired. I think that's what going it is. To the Jets from the Sabres. For a sixth for a round sixth pick. Round Once again, another guy, it's like, okay. You, can you take the next one? Can you take the next pick? Because I'm not even attempting okay. that. Okay. I'm not attempting that last name. Bogdan Kisevlovich. To the Jets. And the Panthers get a seventh-round pick. Once so again. A, a very minor, minor trade again. Yeah. Next one is, this is uh, Lunas Carlson goes to Vancouver in exchange for. Jonathan Dolan. Jonathan Dolan. Again, another, another very, very minor trade. Probably just like an AHL this was, an, trade, yeah, this was an AHL that, move. Maybe an this ECHL was nothing. trade. This was nothing. Uh, Leafs get Nick Pat Peton. Nick Peton. Peton. For Par Lindholm. So Peton was a. Um, he was been up and down with the Jets. Finally, they're just giving him in Toronto. Maybe he'll do something there. You Lindholm, know, the youth, not youth, really really, do youth does well in Toronto, so I wouldn't be shocked. Youth if he, does if well he in does. Toronto, and Winnipeg has so much of it. Yeah, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. They, they're did like well. the perfect mix of veteran leadership and youth. Yeah. No. Next is uh, Penguins get Chris Weidman for John Sebastian Dia, and Dia was actually playing with the Penguins. Pretty sol- solid prospect. He had some bright spots, but he'll go to Sunrise where hockey shouldn't exist. So. <laughs> yeah. No, that's about right. You ever seen that? You ever you ever uh, seen where that stadium's located? Yeah, sunrise. It's like in the middle of nowhere. Sunrise, Florida is not a good place for hockey. And I get—I don't understand why Florida has two teams to begin with, but one of them is the greatest. I probably—I could probably say one of the greatest teams to ever be assembled in the NHL this year. Yeah, we don't know if they're ultimately going to break the points record. They are. What, what is the? Are they still record? on pace? I believe it's one twenty-four. The Canadians. One twenty-four. If it's 124, I kind of want to look at to see where 
They're, they ha- right now they have 98. And it depends on who they play, really. Um, I think if they stay away, if their schedule is, like, light. It's 132. So By the 76, 77, 20 Canadians. games. So they got they got 20 games? They got to win most of their games. And tonight they play the Kings. So 100 Ra- points. Sorry. Rangers, Boston. And then in March. March it gets. No, nah, March is actually pretty simple for them. You I got mean, a few challenges. Oh, in, in their last 10 games, they've gotten points in every one of those games. At least one. So, if they don't break the points record, ultimately, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a huge deal. It's just kind of a cool thing to see. Don't put a banner up for it. I mean, that honestly, that's if they do break it, that's one thing that I would put a banner up for. Well, you already got the regular season's champion banner. Well, we know the president's trophy's cursed. Yeah, no, it is. So, good luck, Tampa. Don't don't blow it. The last trade, which I think this is probably the best trade. Alex Broadhurst is going to the Jets for your favorite thing. Future considerations. So we'll find out in two months. We'll find out in two months, and I love this because this is this is probably the best way you could have ended today. With Columbus being like, With we Col- have nothing to give up at Columbus the moment. Columbus said, we started this. We're going to finish it. We're not getting anything for it at this very second, but we'll, we'll find out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll give you like a Join in next time on Columbus Trade Center. Yeah, and they'll just like give them a bag of pucks and a few sticks. Because they're like, we have nothing else to give. We'll give you the cannon if you want the cannon. I mean, is Colum- like with all the picks that Columbus is giving up, are they even drafting this year? I don't. I don't know. I actually want to look that up, and I want to see if they actually, if they have any draft picks. Because they don't have the, they don't have their first. I don't believe they have their second. All right. Okay. Um. Oh God, no! This is their draft picks of all time. That's no, no, no! I don't want this. Um. Oh, come on. Where? Where? How? This shouldn't be that hard, but. No, I don't think they, um, 29th, okay, um, no, wait, yeah, this shouldn't be that hard, here we go, do you have it, here we go, all right, I believe so, because there's gotta be, okay, so, the Blue Jackets have, do they have a first round pick, no, they traded that one, do they have a second round pick? Going to assume not. I don't believe so. They don't. They don't have a third. They don't have a fourth, or a seventh, or a fifth. I honestly don't know if they're really drafting all that much in the next few years. Actually. Okay. Here we go. Twenty nineteen. Um. They gave up their first. They gave their first to Ottawa. It says here. And they gave up their second. They gave up their fourth and seventh from McQuaid. Yeah. Um, then, okay, so right now, they only they have a third-round pick, and that is it for this year. They have one pick in this whole draft, and it's in the third round. That's, that's just The Rangers sad. have two of them. That's just sad. Like, I get what their GM's trying to accomplish with the whole, 
win now, but usually win now is like there's a there's a little bit of a window. There's like a two three year window for win now. This is like you Cur- win wait. now or we're just like imploding the entire thing. Get this. So they have one. They have their the only pick they had that they got that's actually theirs that they earned is the third round pick. They have a seventh round pick that they got from trading Duclair, and it's. And then oh, so they do have a seventh rounder, but just it's just not there. Yeah. And then get rounder. this, they got one from the Penguins, but it does not transfer because it doesn't meet the requirement of a, of um. It says uh. Was it a compensation for? It's Jack, a compensation. For um, no, for Sin Sibenlar I don't know how to say his name, but. No, uh, I don't even know when that trade was made. He he was he only played ten games for the Penguins. He had to play at least twenty to get for the yeah, for they, them to get the pick. They only have a third round pick because I was looking at something, but I was reading it wrong. That's they so traded sad. their first, second, first to the Ottawa, second to Vegas, fourth to the Rangers, fifth to the Blue Jackets, sixth to the Coyotes. And they've traded seventh rounders to the Rangers, Senators, and they have the Penguins one. The Senators have three of their picks from the, in the 2020 draft. Their first round, second round, and third round are all Senators' property. And at the moment for the 2020 draft, the, the Blue Jackets only have fourth, sixth, and seventh round picks. That's so sad. Why? So they cannot sign any RFAs. If there's compensation attached, that's it. This okay. So this is it. If the if the Blue Jackets do not win the Stanley Cup this year, it was all for nothing. It was this whole show, everything we've said about the Jackets today all will mean nothing. nothing. And they do not have a second round pick until 2022. Congrats, Columbus. You made Ottawa look smart, which is very hard to do nowadays. Yeah. They're just happy they're a team. But <laughs> and you made them look smart and Somehow, at the moment, you're, like, obviously on the plus side of this because Ottawa blew everything up. But they blew everything but up I and they have a plan. I know somehow, some way, this experiment, because it is an experiment, they're forcing win now, it's going to fail. Oh, yeah. And Who? they gave Ottawa all of their picks. They gave one, two, three, Ottawa four, has five. Six picks to Ottawa in the next within the next three years, including their first, second, and third next year for the twenty twenty draft. Yeah, and I love I love it. Look, look at like this amount. Of, look at the teams that. Well, the first rounder is only for twenty twenty is only if Duchesne resigns. Yeah, and I love how like look at all the teams that actually got picks from the Blue Jackets. The Senators got two this year. The Canadians ended up getting their se- the Columbus' second-round pick. And the Pacioretty deal, yeah. The Pacioretty deal. And the Rangers get two, which is actually, after all these years, it's still amazing that these two teams are actually trading with each other still. The Blue, ja- the Blue Jackets, with their picks, they're just like Oprah. Like, you get a pick, you get a pick, everybody gets a pick. But for what? Like you're Nothing. Gonna s- it's, this is just not good. And, you know, we look at that. And we're going to look directly after when we come back, we're going to look at if the playoffs started today, who sits where and who can go far. So you're listening to Post to Post here on the wave, the sound of LIU. And we're going to look at 
who could win the cup when we come back. Ever listen to the radio and think, I can do that? The Wave is giving you the chance to prove it. Imagine playing the hottest new music during Common Hour, calling the action during live LAU sports broadcasts, or starting a podcast on your favorite topic. Or how about planning the next event that rocks the Hillwood rooftop? Whether you're behind the mic or behind the scenes, there's a place for you at The Wave. All you have to do is sign up. Join The Wave today by visiting the station located right behind Hillwood Commons. Challenger approaches. Test your metal as your favorite Super Smash character in the Browse video game tournament on March 20th. Tournament. Take on all comers and prove why you are the ultimate fighter for the grand prize of a pair of wireless Beats Solo 3 headphones. First fight starts at 6 p.m. to sign up and for more information, visit the Browse store on the second floor of Hillwood Commons. See you on the battlefield. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, The Sound of LIU. And we've just gone through every single trade in today's deadline, and we've come out with one definitive answer. Columbus, what the heck are you doing? It's winter go home. That's just, that's not a way. It's not not even winter go home, it's winter blow up. Win or? You're just trash. Yeah, no. I don't. It's so sad to look at, like, what the situation is. And... You would think, think about it this way. If you're Columbus, you know, where where do you go if you you become the Browns of the NHL? You've become the well, Browns of the let, NHL if this goes wrong. If this goes wrong. First of all, defending the Browns, 6-7 and, and something. After? At least six wins this year. Okay. Uh, but... How many wins did they get before those six wins? I think they went winless last year. They went so. winless. So you'll become that. You will become a laughing stock of the NHL. And you also are. I mean, they got a long way to go until the Senators, but. They made the Senators look competent today. Semi. Semi-competent. And. That's just what I'm saying. Just do one deal where you just. Tr- you just need like, to do one deal where you got to pick from just it, give, man. Honestly, just give this, uh, the Senators the keys to Nationwide Arena and just be like. Call it a day. <laughs> at that point, yeah. Like you own us at this point. Hey, it would ha- for the record, if they got nationwide arena, it would still be an easier commute for them to get to than to people in Ottawa. Because <laughs> their arena isn't like the worst. It's just it's so bad. But so we're, those were all the trades. If you go back and listen, if you didn't, we had a lot of, a lot of good hot takes on on some of the bigger names that did get moved. And with all that said and done, we sit here now and we look at. The Stanley Cup playoffs. And if the playoffs ended today, we'll start with the West. First matchup would be Calgary versus Minnesota. And I think we can easily say that these this playoffs would be either you get your butt kicked or it's going to be very competitive. Yep, pretty much. I, I can agree with that. Depends on the series. Like, obviously, at the further it goes, the more competitive it's going to get. But this Flames-Minnesota yeah. series... Minnesota would be lucky to win a game. I think they'd win one. They bec- because what they would probably do is the, unless unless the unless the Flames like would let up hurt. on the gas a little bit on one of the road games, give them a home win and then clinch the series at home. Oh yeah, no, I could see that happening. I could see them just give them like a little bit of 
hope and faith and take it away. Also, uh, the Flames have won both of their games this year against Minnesota. They won in on in December. They beat. They shut out Minnesota two nothing, and December fifteenth, they won two to one. And there's one more, and it's next week, and it's Minnesota at Calgary. So I could see them sweeping this this regular season series pretty easily. So I think that that'll be nice. This matchup, which after today's implications on both sides, this has gotten very competitive. San Jose versus Vegas, and the standings are not. Oh, they're not set in stone. No, I was going to say the standings are not definitive of the strength of the matchup. The Sharks have 82 points. The Golden Knights have 69. But But that's just because of the slow start that Vegas was on and also the... Vegas also had to, like, find their, their where they were because they went, you know, you're coming off of a Stanley Cup Finals appearance, which no one saw you doing, and now you're like... What do we do now? Like, like they this really is couldn't real. figure out. Like, okay, well, this they wasn't. They were shot into reality, basically. Yeah, they they fell back to reality, and you know what? First it's of all, it's gonna be a good series. It would be if it's anything like their series they had last year. It's gonna be great, and that was without Eric Carlson and Mark Stone in the mix, and Max, pa- Max Pacioretty, and Paul Stastny. You know all these names that were not on these and two teams Nyquist, last year, and, and Nyquist. It's funny that I just thought of Tatar <laughs> when we oh, said Nyquist. Tatar. Now Tatar is having a great time in Montreal. But, you know, this matchup, I can see this one going seven with multiple overtime games. Yeah, this definitely. Is, this would be a war. It would be a great series. Now, who would come out on top, though? That's that's the question. Ultimately, I think San Jose. I think Vegas. We are at an impasse. We always are. If 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 it, if we weren't, this wouldn't be a show. But uh, all right, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I think San Jose because of just the strength they have, the leadership, and they made some moves. Eric Carlson, if he doesn't know what his future is, so he's obviously gonna want to win now. And the Sharks' window is starting to close because their team's getting older. Joe Thornton's lucky he's, like, walking. Yeah, that's, that's Dude's that's a fossil. True. That's true. Pavelski's getting up there. He, his future's in doubt as he's a free agent next year. Um, the Sharks are also in the situation. Almost not nearly as bad, but they're kind of in the same situation that Columbus is in. You got to win. Yeah. But it's just, like, to age different is de- catching up to Two different degrees. Yeah. Obviously. Be- because if the Sharks don't win now, they have a couple of players they have to re-sign and then they'll say, okay, we'll try again next year. And they don't have a lot of space either. Yeah. Columbus, if they lose, they have to resign basically half their team with no future. Yeah, no. So I think Vegas could take this one just because. Flurry. F- Flurry. Flurry always turns it up a notch in the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, it'll, it, it'll come. To, it, this will come down to. Isn't it Jones still? Is it still Jones and mm-hmm. Net for, for San Jose? It'll come down to Jones versus Flurry. And who could take more shots from these top guys? And Flurry will just kick it into high gear, dreaming of dreaming of his fourth cup. Actually, pretty interesting since we're talking about Vegas, San Jose. Mark Andre Flurry and Martin Jones both tied atop the NHL with twenty nine wins. Really? Yep. So that's a need. That's an and even better jo- reason. Jones did it in forty seven games. Flurry in fifty three. All right. 
but I think Vegas will take it in seven. But next matchup, Winnipeg and Dallas. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Whiteout and Dallas is for football. Sorry, Ranger fans. We're we're not. They're not well, getting that it, pick. Is it even like guaranteed that Zook would play anyway? Oh, at that point, I think he'll play because you know you got he's a great right winger and especially when he's with Radulov and and Ben, it'll work. But who is centering that? Because they're all wingers. So who is centering that? Oh, that was the power play. Oh. Well, still, who was centering that? Um, Probably Radulov, if I had to guess. Probably. But, you know what? I think Winnipeg takes that. Winnipeg's going to want to go for it all. And then the last matchup from the West, Nashville, St. Louis. St. Louis, you're getting your butts kicked by the Smashville. Very intriguing, at least lately, of this series. Especially after today. Yeah. Like, a month ago, I wouldn't have expected this. I wouldn't think St. Louis would be anywhere near the playoffs, but it would be. I do agree Nashville would take it, but especially with the taunting of the opposing goalie that the fans do, when telling the opposing goalie it's not all, even that. it's all your fault. It's got to be hard to play in there in Nashville. No, it's probably one of the harder arenas to play in. But also, I think Nashville's just a better team. The only thing that I could possibly see going wrong for Nashville is all of your big. Big brutes in Boyle, McLeod, and Simmons. And Subban. And Subban. They don't do anything. They'll just hit and they won't score. But that's 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 really pushing it. Because all those guys can score. And I don't like Simmons. I never did. I never liked him in Philly. And I'm not going to like him in Nashville. I may like him more in Nashville because he's gone. He's not in the Metro. But, yeah, Nashville should take the St. Louis just doesn't have anything. Speaking of the Metro. Yeah, yeah, let's get to it. First up, the New York Islanders versus the Montreal Canadiens. Go ahead. Intriguing. I do think, because it was announced, the playoff venues, the uh, Coliseum hosts the first round. Anything after that's in Barclays. A lot of people are, are upset. Get over it. Later it gets, you're going to want more people there. Barclays is bigger. Get over it. It's not comfortable. It's bigger. But it's bigger. So... I didn't honestly. I didn't see either of these teams doing anything this year. No, not I, I not even in you. the slightest. There was no way. If you would have came to me in October and said, first round playoff matchup, the Islanders versus the Canadians, the first place I would have laughed you out of the building. I didn't expect anything from either of these teams, but I mean, this is where we are. If the Islanders keep playing like they have been, then I think they can take it, especially with. Um, playing in the Coliseum where they always seem to turn it up in the Coliseum during playoff time. That is why it's called Fort Never Lose. I know you hate hate that, that, but it's called Fort Never Lose. And, I mean, just just between... They have not won a first-round playoff series in the Coliseum since, I want to say, the 90s. Well, because they just won their first playoff series in a while, but when was... but that was Barclays, and that was because the refs jobbed Florida. You didn't admit it; you, that happened. But I think this comes down to one big thing, and that's goaltending. Yeah. And I know and that if that's every any Islander indication, fan, every Islander fan will kill me for saying this. Leonard versus Price, one on one. Oh, Price every t- Price Price, Price every nine time. times out of ten. Every time. There's no way. Like I I understand what the stats are saying right now. 
that Grice and um, Leonard are like one in three in save percentage and one in two in goals against. Something and Leonard's like that. playing out of his mind. Leonard's the defense pl- won't help. Leonard is out of his mind. First of all. Dude's cra- dude is insane. Don't mess with Robin Leonard. Oh, dude, I, I I learned that when I looked at his head. Like everybody takes the mask off. He's got like those neck tattoos. I'm yeah, like, I want to meet you in an that alley. That neck tattoo is just intimidating. But Carey Price is Carey Price, and he's going to continue to be Carey Price in the playoffs. Even though he has never proved himself in the playoffs. When is it? When was the farthest he's made it? The Eastern Conference Final in 2014, and he didn't even play that series. And then you got the Islanders, who I don't know if Leonard's ever played in the playoffs. Being in Buffalo, I doubt it. And Grice carried them in 16. So I think it would be it would it would come down to goaltending because both teams can score. Yeah, goaltending and power plays. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what it'll come down to. And you know, I think I think there is an advantage of the first round playoff series being out here on the island rather than being in Brooklyn. I think. Because I, I've seen, want. I have seen both. I've been to both Barclays Center and the Coliseum. And as a person who's not a fan of the Islanders, and I've been to both arenas, I give, I'll give you props. The Coliseum, when it wants to rock, it can rock. Yes, it can. So I think that'll help them a heck of a lot. And we'll look at the last Metro standing here before we. Go to a quick, very quick break. And it's Washington and Columbus. Let's just get it out of the way. Reverse sweep. Reverse sweep. Because let's give Columbus all the hope in the world. I'm giving Columbus, and we've talked a lot about Columbus today, so I'm really tired of talking about Columbus. <laughs> yeah, same. I give them a lot of credit for what they're trying to do and what they have acquired. I don't see it working. I think Washington's going to take it. They're the defending Stanley Cup champions. And Ovi is going to want a second cup. He sees Crosby with three. He's like, I want one more. Not even that. He knows what it feels like now, and he wants it again. He wants to get that drunk again. He was... something. Well, he wants to get that drunk for that reason again. Yeah, for that reason again. But And also Columbus. It's like we're just beating the dead horse. You ain't doing it. I'm sorry. You're not doing it. There's no way. So... The other matchups, Tampa's going to destroy Tampa's going to destroy Carolina. That'll be a murder. And Boston, Toronto, those are always really good series. Oh, you know what'll be great? I just thought of this. If Tampa sweeps Carolina, Don Cheely will be the happiest man on the planet. Yeah. The, him he doesn't and have the, to watch the, the bunch, bunch of jerks. jerks. Who, they, <laughs> hey, they turned that around. They adapted it, and they've sold shirts worldwide. So, so yeah. We'll, when we come back, we're going to do the hat trick challenge and... Then we're going to look at the games for tonight really quick. You're listening Post of Post here on The Wave, The Sound of LIU. You gotta be a bit crazy, a little bit out your mind. If you've been drinking, then you go out and drive. You're risking countless lives and your own too. Plus you risk hurting everyone that knows you. Yeah, they'll be so blue standing at your burial. Thinking that you were a fool while at your memorial. The point is you shouldn't risk those lives. If you drink, don't drive. If you drink, don't drive. Spend a few bucks on a cab or sleep or you've been drinking. If you drink, don't drive. Stay alive, start thinking. Stay sober, arrive alive. If you drink, don't drive. If you drink, don't drive. Mad dog. Welcome back to Post Post here on The Wave, The Sound of LIU, and welcome back to the Hat Trick Challenge. 
where me and Ryan go head to head each week and we make bold predict somewhat bold predictions and we rally we count up all of the predictions we get right and the person with the lowest amount of predictions must wear the opposing team opposing co-hosts jersey for the last show of the year and as of right now i am up four points to one on ryan four points to three three oh i didn't change yours that means rude oh i'm sorry well <laughs> way to spoil it it was one one coming into today yeah, so we all had two weeks for our last prediction. So we were almost guaranteed. I was feeling pretty confident because mine were like almost guaranteed milestone bases and a lot of Anthony's were standings races, especially with one of his particular wording. Anthony, why don't you go through yours? Mine was filled with thrill. We'll get 800 points in the last two weeks. And he did. Finally did. Finally did. Good for you, Phil. You, you owe Have yourself. a hot dog. Have a hot dog. Good for you. Next up was Pittsburgh will be out of the playoff race, which as of today they are. So I got lucky with that because they've been really competitive. With that. And that all comes down to probably one actually really this good, is, out, this really is good the one outdoor you got game. Lucky with. Really good outdoor game. And the last one was Dallas will be in a wild card spot. This is the wording you got lucky with. If he had said anything else other than wild card spot, he would have been wrong. Oh, yeah. But they have the first wild card spot by two points. Yeah, so that's a win. That's a regulation win. And first of all, Pittsburgh being out of the race, thank you, Philadelphia, for that nice overtime win on Saturday, which was good. Yeah, if they had won in regulation, you would have been wrong. I would have been wrong. And I would so have you can thank Claude Giroux. I thank Claude Giroux, and I thank Gritty. <laughs> so, and now mine yours, were, yours for last week were what? Mine were Joe Pavelski would finally, after... I honestly put all my faith in him. I thought he was going to get his 400th career assist the last time we did this. He did not. He got 399 because, you know, right? Because the hockey gods frown upon you. So I went with that again. I said, Joe Pavelski will reach 400 career assists. That was correct. I said, Austin Matthews would score 100 career goals. And if he didn't score two goals in two weeks, there's a bigger problem. So that was correct. And the one that is the reason that I am losing. Currently losing. On top of Claude Giroux, otherwise we'd be tied. I said Patrick Lee, uh, Patrick Kane would lead the league in points. He has 93, just ended a 20-game point streak. You'd think that would put him in first, right? In comes Nikita Kucherov. Kucherov is Had like another... 14 points in five minutes. Yeah, this... Kucherov, if, if, if any of you have not watched Kucherov, this dude's playing another dimension. 100 points through 62 games. He has, he has more points than his, his team. team. Oh! What is happening? Like, Nikita Kucherov, my God. If, if, he's, in a what? Con- if he's in a contract year, oh, you he better just, pay He this just man. got an extension. You, just pay, you pay this man. He just got an, a nice extension, and the way he has been playing recently, probably underpaid. Oh, yeah, no. But, and I, and right now, our pit, my picks for this week are very simple. One of them. Too simple, some of them. No, this one, this one's eight fine. Eight-year, $76 million extension for Nikita Kucherov. Is that kicked in already? Uh, kicks in starting next year, annual, average annual salary, $9.5 million. All right, that's fine. For the production he's putting up, it's fine. 
I think that's good for him. But so I'm gonna start with my predictions for this week. One, Ovi will get his 1,200th point this this week. He he has how many? I think it's 1,195. He needs five. Five, I believe. I think it's f- four or it, five it, he needs. Honestly, it may be tough for him to do that. He, he Well, he's playing it's, it's He's plausible. playing pretty well. I think he's the, the Caps are playing. Are gonna, it's plausible. Caps play the Senators net tomorrow. That's two. It's very plausible. And then they play... Oh man, they're off. They're off for a bit. Yeah, before you made this prediction, you should have looked at how many games he has. Play the Islanders. That that is going to be a very good game. I'm saying that right now. Yeah, there's a play. I'm I'm really banking on them playing them playing Ottawa. Yeah, no, he's gonna have to get like three in Ottawa. So he he could do that though. He has one thousand one hundred ninety four points. He needs six points in a week. So he needs at least a hat trick to be... Well, assists. Oh, yeah, no. Like, he doesn't really assist a lot, but... Eh, he can get Kuznetsov some. But next one for me, this is the one you do not like. No, I didn't like it with the original wording. Yeah, this the, wording is fine. My original wording for this one was Tampa will break 100 points by the next week. They have 98, and they're playing Los Angeles tonight. So I was almost guaranteed. They would have had 100 points in three hours. Four hours. 7.30 yeah, no. start. Four hours. So I went, and I changed it up, and I said they need 104 points. They will be or be at, They will break or they will have. Uh, don't, don't, don't. At, so don't, at least, don't. you're saying at least 104 points. They need points. at least 104 points by okay, next show. fine. So that's... Good. Because we're being very particular about wording all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. So, because like that wording has cost me a point the first time we did this. So. So. And the last one is the Isles, the Islanders will be in a third, be in third place in the division, or in a wild card spot. That, I don't even think that one can happen. It can. They have a six-point lead over Columbus. That's who, who's in third, and even if if the Islanders get two points this week, they're they're not even gonna. Bump down. They got to win one yeah, game. This is the new and improved Columbus Blue Jackets. You know, with Duchesne and matter. Zingle. Not going to matter. So, those are mine. Um, it's basically me giving you a chance to tie. Okay. So, here, mine are TJ Oshie registers his 300th career assist. He has 298. Last time someone had 98 assists. I needed a milestone. They got one assist for me that week. Thanks, Joe Pavelski. So, but I, I TJ Oshi, American hero. American legend, yeah. So, putting my faith in him. Number two, Columbus will be second in the Metro. Okay, I can see that happening. Second in the Metro. I can see that happening. And number three, this one's going to bother a lot of Islander fans. I am sorry. But John Tavares records at least one point in his return. It's a, is it at the Coliseum? It is at the Coliseum. Yeah, that's going to happen. I was going to say goal, but we're being very particular with wording, and I'm losing right now. So I said at least one point. We're going to be specific. It's probably... Honestly, would I be surprised if he scored a goal? No. no. Would I be surprised if he scored a hat trick? No. 
Not, I don't think that's going to happen, but would I hear the end of it if he scored a hat trick? No. Yeah, no. You're, you, you Am get I going to hear of... the end of it for the next seven years? No. So, as Ryan goes on his little rant about Islander fans not giving him a fair shot because of John Tavares, let's look at the games for tonight. One more thing. I don't care what anyone says. Rant is about to be over for... Those who do not agree with me and Anthony, because I know he doesn't like hearing about this. Oh, wait, wait, which? About my Tavares rant that I'm going on right now. No, dude, I agree with you. John Tavares, forever an Islander. Just saying. No, I agree with you. He he will be looked at as one of the best that the Islanders ever had. And he deserves it. He does deserve it. Just because he left, because you were run by you were run by a fool. That his fiance said leave basically, and childhood dream. So, And also, for everyone that calls them pajama boy, they were sheets. So I get that sheet boys sound stupid, but get your facts straight or so, say nothing at all. So, do, so does John Tavares being a um, – what did they say? Did you, did you see the clip of um, yeah, yeah. him and Austin Matthews at the All-Star game? Yeah. They're, they're happy like, together. Yeah, so and happy. Austin Matthews was like, John has nice pajamas, and he's like, they're sheets. I loved that. That was great. But go on. Yeah. Rant, rant over. Rant over. Even for though today. it's great for today. We'll probably pick it up again right where we left off next week. Gritty, and grit no. I'll say it. I've been I don't want to say it on air, but we're gonna say it on air because they have to at this point. The Flyers are one and oh when Gritty is naked. <laughs> and then he got thrown out of the game. He got uh, thrown out of the arena. <laughs> he got into a fight. He got into a fight and he, he was decided streaking to and he got dive on the little ice rink that they had behind the big the ice side. rink. And that's really what did him in. Gritty, my man, what you doing? You know, I don't even like, care. Like, you looked like the cracked out cousin of the Philly <laughs> Fanatic. He is the cracked out cousin of the Philly Fanatic. But much love for the Philly Fanatic <laughs> and Gritty. All right, let's, let's actually look at the games for tonight, shall we? Some games that are about to start because yeah, they're actually we got start. the two-hour thing. We got to it. Two of these games are going to start in two minutes. First one, Sabres-Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Even though, eh, I think this will be good. Next, Devils-Canadians. Canadians. Canadians. In a half an hour, Kings-Lightning. Oh, jeez. Lightning. Wow. I would, you don't even need to watch tonight's games. They're just, they're, you can just guess what they're going to do. Kings. Oh, wait, what? No. <laughs> I was about to say a sentence, but no. No. Kings are going to get steamrolled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look for uh, Kuznetsov to get three in a row. Kucherov? Kucherov. Sorry, not Kuznetsov. Breaking news, Evgeny Kuznetsov's <laughs> been traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, Steve Eisenman's not that, not that. That's pretty. All right. Oilers, Predators. Preds. Preds. Avalanche, Panthers. Panthers. I'm giving it to the Panthers. Really? Underdogs. I'm giving it to the Panthers. I'm giving it to Avalanche. Avalanche have been shaky. Eh, they got a few nice picks today. They're already dressed, probably, and ready to go. Well, I mean, all Derek Broussard had to do was walk down the hall. No, it's in Colorado. Yeah, but Florida was there. Walked down oh, the hall. They were there already? Yeah. I didn't know they were there already. So, walk down the hall. And like, last one. Hey, guys. Tank game. Canucks. Ducks. <laughs> Canucks. Uh, I, I want to say the Ducks. <laughs> they're due for, for what are we doing today. They they're gonna like in being they're not gonna be in in um, Vancouver and they're gonna be like hey guys we won a game and the fan base just looks at them and just goes why why did you do this to us we had our hopes up so right. real quick um, I got two picks for game of the week Thursday Friday oh, both Islander game games JT's return gonna be really loud gonna be a lot of upset fans 
and then Friday battle for first place, possibly, depending on the outcome of the next few games. But those are my games of the week. All right, I'll just pick the game of the week because this always happens. These two teams, for some reason, like playing against each other, and even though it doesn't look good on paper, Rangers Lightning on Saturday. Come so on. Rangers versus Rangers. Rangers, yeah. The old guard versus the new guard because now there is a new guard because they're all gone. So with that, we thank you for enjoying the two-hour trade deadline special. I've been your host, Anthony Cavaretta. He's been Ryan Kraut. He was Nick Matina. And enjoy hockey with all the new players on all the new teams. Have a good night. You've been listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. Thank you.